Hello, everyone, and welcome to Research Check. Today, we're chatting about Pathfinder's second edition, Bestiary 2. Yep, the sequel. Ooh. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That's not actually in the title, but like, you know, Electric Boogaloo. Just put it in there. I am Jordan Jenkins. I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Ross Scoggin and Jessica Jenkins. Hello, hello. No relation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just met him once on the street. <laughs> and it was friends at first sight. <laughs> that is not true. No, none of that is true. Strange. All of that is a lie. Yeah. All of that is a lie. Jordan was lying. Uh, <laughs> Jordan was the imposter. <gasps> oh, no. He was being a little <laughs> sus. It's true. Throw him out. Throw him out. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> this is so... This is not Among Us, though. Uh, (laughs) No, this is this is research check. Um, So, over okay. So, Bestiary Two. It's Bestiary One with new monsters. Mm -hmm. It's got cool snakes on this on the cover. It's very like dark or underdark. No, Darklands. Darklands. Darklands, Yeah. Yes. It's interesting because uh, it's okay. So it's Morlocks. It's Serpent Folk. And I think that's a crystal dragon. No, I is think that, that, that that's a uh, Ravner. Ravener, yeah. Oh, is that a Ravener? Oh, it okay. might be a Ravener husk or something, but it's definitely yeah. a Ravener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty sure. If yeah. I know my Raveners, and I do. And I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, the best area too. So interestingly, you know, um, of course, if you have the original best area or if you've just investigated tabletop RPGs in general, I mean, it is book of creatures, of course, a um, bunch of new stuff and a bunch of uh, works, working ins of working ins. Yes. A uh, mm-hmm. bunch of reworks of stuff from first edition to be now used with the second edition game line. Um, cool. So Jordan, a lot they of can't hear you. Fam- they can't hear me. Oh, you probably didn't switch the uh, audio input to yourself instead of to me uh, or from your uh, boom arm thing to the other mic. One moment. You are absolutely right. Okay. Can I, I'm sure everybody can hear me now because I see the little, little uh, thingamajig going up and down when I talk. Yep. Um, <sighs> please let us know. All right. From the top, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right. They can hear us now. No, it's <laughs> fine. We've come too far. They can hear, uh, they can all hear Ross good... and I. It's fine. I, oh. I love that you guys just got to hear all the reactions to the jokes, <laughs> not the actual jokes themselves. Um, this is, you know, in Soviet Russia. So the Russia, first thing they heard was, yep, I just met him on the street. Yep. <laughs> Followed by Jordan was lying. <laughs> About oh, what? Goodness. We well, don't know. No, everybody has to. <laughs> Everybody's just gonna have to go to the uh, you know the ventures feed to hear all the jokes firsthand. Mm-hmm. Not repeating yeah, okay. myself because the moment's lost. Bestiary two. That's what we're talking about here. Yes, yes, yes we are. <laughs> oh my lord! Welcome to live, uh, live live streaming, everyone. <laughs> Indeed. But uh, yeah, so bestiary two, uh, of course, uh, Jordan, um, uh, Jordan, Jessica, myself, I'm Ross, um, are all here to talk about. The fun, good times that is uh, Paizo's second best dairy offering. Um, and so as I was just saying at the top, it is um, basically just more monsters. But it's interesting that, um, at least from what I can tell, a lot of the best dairies didn't have a theme. Um, you know, the first mm-hmm. best dairy is mostly like classic you know, um, Pathfinder stuff. The core essentials, you know. Stuff True. you really need to have a fantasy game, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one seemed to be really heavy on, like, elements of the first world and the Fae. Um, I don't know if y'all were noticing that as well. Um, 
There were a lot of Faye. Yeah. But I like Faye, so I was in. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It just was interesting to note that particular theme. Um, yes. Uh, for those who are curious about the page count, uh, this is 319 pages long, mm-hmm. uh, with pretty much everything getting uh, about a... I don't know. Actually, I just, of course, scrolled to a random piece that had nothing to do with that. Getting at least a page yeah. per thing. Um, some, some, of course, are getting two, especially if they're uh, like templates and things that you can make, uh, you know, NPCs of, basically. Oh, chat says there was a theme to support the upcoming Kingmaker re-release, I believe. Oh, that makes perfect oh, sense. Yes. That actually makes That's a lot of sense so with the Fae. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, we're going to structure this one a little bit different than we usually do research checks because it's the bestiary. It's, a, it's the bestiary. It's monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to read off every one of them. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, we'll just generally talk about some cool stuff and then we'll, we'll just dive into questions from the Discord and from the Patreon. And so, because mm-hmm. uh, that'll guide us through talking about monsters that you guys want to hear about. So feel free to throw questions into the Twitch chat also. Uh, if you think of them, mm-hmm. and, and if uh, you uh, if you are curious about the contents of this because you haven't picked up one of the best areas yet, um, we did do a review or a discussion of best area one that has more of the like nitty gritty uh, stuff as far as like organization and all of that, mm-hmm. and major changes to second edition. And I apologize for my cat. Hi, Amelia. She wishes to have a microphone, Ross. You never need, you never need to apologize for your cat, Ross. We all love Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia she is. Amelia loves the mic. Yes, she does. Uh, At any rate, though, um, so you know what? I'm just, oh, I'm just going to ask a quick question to get us started. Um, You know, uh, what is everyone's just favorite creature in general, like over in the whole book? Like what creature did you look at? Oh, good gracious. Oh, wow. This one's amazing. Hang on, Ross, I have to go back to the beginning like where the it lists them all question. in alphabetical order. So I know I it's pick. like this is, a, this is a bad question because this is like picking your favorite child. Yeah, you know like possible. Pick your favorite pet. It's like, well, they're uh, all awesome, you know. Like they are all pretty cool. Um, I'm looking and trying to think. Hmm. Also, we might be coming in a little low. Uh, the- yeah, I actually oh. was just adjusting that. So. Ah, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so- um, oh, gosh. It, yeah, I was going to say, to pick my favorite creature in this whole thing, oh, man, there's a lot of good ones, especially ones mm-hmm. that I've run before that I'm like, oh, hey, I remember running that and how much fun I had murdering people with it. Um. God, man, it is, so- it is really oh, okay, tough because there's I a have lot an of answer. good stuff. Because I have like six answers to this question for a later question. So I'll just use one of them here. I am pleased and happy that they have put the Attic Whisperer back in this book. Because the Attic Whisperer gets me every time. Mm -hmm. If you put, help me, help me. I'm going to go help them. And I'm going to probably get eaten. And that has happened to me numerous times in adventures. Uh, And it still gets me. I'll even say this is probably an Attic Whisperer. I'm probably going to get attacked. But whatever, I'm going. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, good luck my character yeah they're pretty cool they're so they're really devastatingly sad too but they're they're very cool yes true but yes what about you jordan oh my gosh i'm literally looking at the alphabetized list trying to pick a favorite you could do an alas which looks like a big uh (laughs) elephant thing aulas aulas 
It looks to me like uh, it should be in Kipo and uh, the Age of Wonder Beasts, and it should be like mm. an elephant version of the dubstep bees. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, is that the? Is those are the constructs? The magical constructs? Uh, yeah, it's that... gargantuan construct. It looks yeah, like yeah, an yeah. elephant with crystals on its head, and its ears look like speaker like things. They may oh, think of yeah, like yeah. subwoofers. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I, I'm going to pull a rage and cheat a little bit. Aww. Well, we have this question a few more times, so you'll be okay. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Uh, this this book gets uh, has a lot of golems in it. I I always find golem fights really fun. Um, so I will go ahead and go with uh, uh, golems. There's lots of golems. So Sounds like golems. good. Uh, Rick <laughs> totally in the genius. chat says Akata, guys. Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah. I was tempted by Akata, but I think the creature that I just have the most fun with that I actually gave an almost audible cheer when I read it, mm. um, which probably says a lot about me, uh, is the frog hemoth. Uh, <laughs> oh, frog hemoths are mean. They're just man. so weird and goofy, but they're also terrifying. They're bad. They're oh, yeah. So, like, I just, I was like so happy to see them back and I was like, yay, frog hemoth. It's true. Uh, <laughs> there are great things here. You know what else is really neat in this book? The petitioners. Am I wrong? And I have never heard of them as, I mean, obviously there are petitioners in, in the game, hmm. but I didn't know. The lore behind them. Yeah, they were put in in one of the, I'm trying to remember which best area from first edition had them because they were put mm. in one, but I think it was one of the later ones. Um, yeah. Okay, I just think they're really neat because they're they're creature one, so they're pretty mm -hmm. low level. There's a different kind for every plane of existence. So if you wanted to like run a low level interplanar thing, like you could throw some of these guys at players because they're low enough level that you know mm -hmm. you're not like, well, I guess I'm gonna throw the Glabrazoo at them. Yeah, yeah, have fun. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's so. interesting because um, it it also just for the verisimilitude of the world helps you explain you know what happens to people when yeah. they die um, between becoming really cool Azada and mm -hmm. mortal souls. This yeah. is one of the steps. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it's just helpful for you know world building purposes as well. True. True. Oh my gosh! I forgot to. I forgot there were chupacabras in here. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, chupacabra, which and makes me think of El Chupamono from uh, <laughs> Serpent Skull. Ah uh, yes, that's not a spoiler. That's just a thing that exists. We just made that up as a thing that we, we thought we, was we definitely made that things. up. But uh, of course, you know, there's the side blurbs as well. The chupacabra has one of my favorite little bits, and it is a carryover from first edition, but I still love it is the winged chupacabras being these sort of like legendary. Oh, by the way, you can come across some and they fly. It's great. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Everybody True. loves that. It's like the blood from goats and they can fly away. Yeah. No I mean, it's pretty on point to be honest. Mm. Uh, I'm also going to bring up the appendix because I really, first of all, I don't think I've ever really read a bestiary ever because I didn't really GM first edition. And also I just look things up when I need them. I don't really like, look through books to look through them in general but certainly not gm only books but what i thought was interesting in the back of this one is the rituals so that you could make your abyssal pact or you could make your demonic demonic pact or infernal pact or whatever mm -hmm. because that's you know that's a pretty classic story you make a deal with the devil and now you can see how it how it actually works 
And it's ritual yeah. one, so you could do it at first level. <laughs> you know, if you Yay. feel like uh, selling out early before you've gotten famous. Yeah, that's always a good sign. <laughs> Although, actually, I think these are the devils that do it. The devil has to make the check, it looks like. Religion yeah. expert, you must be a devil. But still, I like it. I think it's fun. I mean, it, it, if nothing else, it's giving you that like game mechanic of how if a player wanted to, how you could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is always fun because it's just good flavor text, you know. True. Yeah, so that's neat. Uh, do you all want to get into some questions? Any other general uh, comments? Or there was one other thing I kind of wanted cool. to mention. Um, as uh, as it has become apparent over the course of the second edition game line, they're incorporating a lot more of the Galarian lore directly into the rule books. And so one of the things that was cool to note in here are things like the Sandpoint Devil or oh, yeah. the Jabberwock mm-hmm. that are very uniquely Pathfinder monsters, but also just uniquely Galarian monsters, um, which I think is a very cool thing. And I'm glad that they're kind of just leaning you know, fully into that. Um, that way it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, they're fighting the same point devil. I still have my copy of uh, uh, the first adventure path somewhere where they step that out. Mm. Ah, geez. You know, I mean, it's really helpful to to have that in like just one of the big books. Um, so I'm a big it's fan true. of including that. Yeah, I thought that 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 was really neat. I guess I didn't realize the Sandpoint Devil wasn't in any first edition bestiaries. It it was in um, they included a stat block for it. I want to I want to say in the um like setting guide, like the, the world guide or whatever it was. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember the exact name of the book. Obviously Rick is better at this than I am. I, but, I was uh, going to say, I don't think it was in a bestiary though. No, it was not in a bestiary though. Um, but they did put it in like one of their campaign setting specific books, which, mm. you know, did help, but it's still, it's just nice to have that baked in. And of course the Sandpoint yeah. devil is, you know, synonymous with the city of Sandpoint, but, if you are homebrewing, it still makes for a pretty cool, like urban legendy creature that you can just kind of throw in. You don't have to call it the same point devil. It's just a very That's neat true. creature. The so. chat has given you an answer. Inner ah. sea world guide and That's mystery it. monsters revisited. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I never actually got that second one, but very okay, cool. Okay. This person, this person was on it. They have the page numbers. It's from oh, uh, wow. archives of Nethys. Uh, I know, but they provided the page numbers. They cited their sources. Well, yeah, hey, the archives I, puts them there. I mean, yeah, but all right, fine. I'm I'm gonna just give, try, keep trying to give them a compliment for doing a good job. As okay. a librarian, <laughs> I approve. Um, there you go. <laughs> cite your sources, folks. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of questions, and I'm sure we'll get mm. on lots of tangents. But let's start <laughs> with. Some beginning ones. So the first question is from Dizzy Dwarf on the Discord. Are there any monsters that you think would be particularly useful for summon spells? Yeah, so it's tricky because summon spells do work a lot differently now. Um, Since instead of a list, basically, it's like you can summon X creature of certain type Mm -hmm. of a certain creature level or lower. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm well, hope I guess that what uh, I picked is uh, legal to summon, but I think it is. 
I, I was going to yeah. say, I did the same thing where I was like, I just had a thought and I was like, I don't even know if this would be legal to summon. Uh, there's a bunch of different summon creature variants. Uh, I went with the Sand Sentry, um, which you can summon. I believe it's summon elemental starting at level six, like a six level spell. Um, mm. Sand Sentries are interesting because they are earth elementals, but I like the... There are two really neat things about them. First, their attacks have a chance to blind people um, because oh, you get sand in their eyes. Um, <laughs> pocket sand. No, uh, nice. <laughs> for you King of the Hill uh, lovers. I know I love it. Um, and then the other interesting thing is that if they take any fire or electricity damage, they get a like their outer layer of sand becomes glass. Oh. Um, which gives them a whole bunch of like damage resistances and increases their armor class, which is just like one of those like, okay, so I'm a sorcerer. I throw, you know, a sand sentry out there. Oh, wow. They're getting through it pretty quickly. Okay. Well, I'm just going to shock them a little bit with one of my cantrips and uh, yeah. boom. That's cool. Monsters oh, now that, tougher. That's, that's smart. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like nice. It's like the creature still takes damage from it, but if you really well, needed sure. to in a pinch. That's um, cool. One thing I wish that existed, like uh, the zip stick from Starfinder, it would just be like, okay, I just poke <laughs> him with like a little, like mm-hmm. little, and then bam. True. Just a little taser. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, just a little. Cool. All right. Uh, well, the one I picked uh, is the cave fisher. So this is a, this is an animal. It's medium. It's a second uh, a creature two. So mm. I believe it should be pretty easy to summon with a fairly low level summon spell. Um, but so what sold me on these, and as soon as I saw them in this book, I knew that I was going to pick this creature for this question. Uh, I recently played in a society game. I won't tell you which one on the discord. And these, they were like three cave fishers or something. And they like ruined our day. We fought big giant Ooh. zombies. <laughs> we fought like demon infested other things fine no problem these oh guys yeah awful like uh even like the gm thought that they would be pushovers but they have this ability called sticky filament or sorry it's uh hmm. they have sticky filament and if they hit you with a ranged attack they can grab you and once you're grabbed they can yank you toward them and so you know they pull you off the side into water and then you have to try to swim they pull you off of a thing and make you hit the ground you take bludgeoning damage because it's relatively difficult to escape the escape dc is like 19 or something and uh yeah they like owned us in that fight and we were not first level characters <laughs> not all of us anyway by the way uh looking it up you can summon it starting at uh, third level spells well, there you um, go. some monster or some animal three can summon a level level two creature perfect well there so. you go all of you with hmm. summon creature or summon animal three. Ooh, is that a primal spell maybe i'll put that on my list uh, yes, it is primal. My Pathfinder Society <laughs> character will be preparing that spell when she gets that level. Here we go. Okay. Well, that's cool because it it's basically like, hey, I can use the terrain to my advantage. And here's a creature that's really good at that. So that's mm-hmm. nice. It's like a cave. Uh, somebody in the, dis- in the uh, Twitch chat says it's a gross crab spider, which is exactly true. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Also true. Just Pretty a much. little gross boy with little claws and filament. Mm. Oh, no. All right, Jordan. What do you got? Don't like that. All right. So I'm going to populate your nightmares tonight. No. Um, 
I have no idea how if you would ever actually be able to 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 summon this, but a uh, tick swarm. Ugh. First off, ticks are gross, like what super gross. But an entire swarm of them, uh, they are a creature nine. Oh, oh good. So they're fairly high level, but uh, it is every every creature in there gets the swarming bites that are three d six points of damage plus their cling ability. Uh, which you get both uh, when they attack you and when you leave their square, it's a reaction that they can do, uh, where the swarm takes a D6 of damage as ticks cling to the creature and continue biting, dealing 3D6 persistent piercing damage. Oh. Immersion in water reduces the DC of the flat check to end this persistent damage to five. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. But yeah, you just, you walk out of the swarm covered in ticks. No, thank Woo. you. No, thank Yay. you. Just burrowing no, in there. You. Yeah, I'm telling you. Populating nightmares. It'd be awful. Also, also seventh level spell. There you go. Seventh level. You can summon a tick swarm. No, summon animal will summon a tick swarm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. No, thank you. Yep, I just put that out there for for higher level players. Now they're going to be like, I summon the tick swarm. Pretty cool. (laughs) Yep. It's weird and creepy. For your vermin druids. I like it. Uh, vermin druid makes sense, well, I guess. But they're awful. But ticks are so yeah, like... Yeah, vermin druid would be, it'd be a really f- thematic, but they're so gross. Because you know yeah. that you kick them off of you and you have little tick heads stuck in you if you don't do it right. Like, ugh, I have trauma around ticks. Yep. From camping trips and stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, think, I think that's like a rite of passage of getting ticks as a kid. Well, mm. I, that sounds like a very yep. bad rite of Super fun. <laughs> passage and it should be ended immediately. We here at Find the Path I, do I, not I, recommend infesting yourself with ticks. Um, no, no. Nope, but it happens. <laughs> I mean, it does happen, but we don't recommend it. Certainly not. <laughs> Sir, oh, jeez. No. Our lawyers won't let us recommend it. Um, <laughs> Correct. We have, we have lawyers, right? Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, we can contact Sorry. a contract devil. We now know how to do an infernal pact. Oh, hey, true. there you go. There we go. I don't know if That's I want to do that, but thing. we could maybe do it. All right. Uh, let's go to the next question because ticks are gross and I'm mm. ready to talk about something else. Sounds um, good to me. Giga from the Discord asks, are there any monsters you feel deserve way more love? So, as Rick was saying, um, I love the Akatas. Um, they're from a very early AP. I won't say which one because spoilers and it's a really cool section. So if you get to it, like you'll know it, um, <laughs> but the Akatas are really interesting. They're like creatures from space. They, they they're do this Starfinder. whole like void zombie thing. Oh, wow. That's I, need I was to, just prepping something like, for a game that I'm running on the discord soon and it has a Kata in it. And I was huh. like, huh? Huh? Awesome. I think I need to play whatever that is. Um, You probably will be. So anyway, yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, But yeah, no, they're very cool. And I I do hope that they make a comeback at some point um, somewhere, even if it's just, you know, in like a Pathfinder Society scenario or something, because it's like they're super neat. Um, That whole saltwater thing is fun. Um, Ooh, a saltwater thing. Oh, man, I remember like... They're they're vulnerable to salt water. Um, it, it's actually like a strong acid for them. Um, That's cool because just the way that their biology works, like they can't process the yeah. So like one of the things that we did in that game was like we take uh, just empty jars and like fill them fill them with salt water and like throw them. It was yeah. interesting um, as like a makeshift grenade, and it basically worked <laughs> against them. Yeah, That's cool. Weird. 
Um, anyway, what about uh, y'all? I don't know. Um, I don't super have anything I thought needed specifically more love, but I also I just thought everything in here was very neat to start with. True. So I don't really have a frame of reference for something that's necessarily missing. Because the things I like are like first world things, and there were so many Fey in this that I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more fleshing out of the petitioners, just because that was such a unique concept. I was in the same boat as Jess. I didn't realize mm. those were a thing. And uh, learning more about like, so what do you actually do? Like, all right, I I was sent to the abyss. I am now a worm with the face of my previous self. What do well, I do now? It you know, like yeah. how do I how do I become the Lemur? You know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which is teach it's me weird your ways, that we're considering Lemur. Lemur's an upgrade. <laughs> yep. I mean, they're Just saying like that's your next upgrade. So like, what do you do? Yeah, technically better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just it's weird right can like, you game so, like, the system, I just, i'm just curious can you game the system to just like skip a level and like hop over lemur mm. to the next cool thing if you were if you were like an extra good priest of rovagog an extra bad to, priest like, of rovagog know, skip up an extra evil priest or extra bad priest yes yeah, sorry extra yeah. bad priest an extra chaotic <laughs> and evil priest of rovagog you're i'm so i'm so good at being bad indeed Indeed. All right. Hey, Big Norse Wolf is talking about the encounter I was prepping. They know what's going on. Oh, very nice. Uh, also, the Hounds of Tendalos are always so Please. weird to me. Uh, I don't know what you would do oh, to give them more yes. love necessarily, but I just, anytime they appear, they make me very happy. Like, they're just so Ah, uh, yes, the Hounds. They're vulnerable yeah, I mean, to curved I, they d- space. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they definitely yep. get love in Pathfinder just because, oh, yeah. you know, it's such a, I think you're. Well, because they're. Uh, they're part of the Cthulhu mythos, right? Yeah, they are. yeah. So, yes, they are basically um, cosmic horror, and uh, and yeah, obviously the uh, fine folks at Paizo do love them some cosmic horror. So there've mm-hmm. been more than one adventure path that has featured a hound of Tindalos or two. Um, yeah, I mean, I can think of two at least. So. Yeah. Well, they're so, here in second but edition still, now too. I mean, I'm always true. Great, good, fine, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the other side. So this is still Giga. Uh, are there any monsters you feel mm-hmm. get way too much attention? So I don't know. It could just be a personal thing, but I've run so many encounters with Tendriculi, Tendriculuses. Mm. Mm. trendicles uh no, um they're they're these um kind of fungusy plant things that have like tendrils and stuff and like yeah they okay. are interesting but i i don't know i've run so many encounters with them that i'm just like all right can we like maybe give them a little bit of a rest mm, for, for at least a little bit um admittedly that could just be like just the luck of the draw and what i've been running recently um most recently but also i just think they're gross so i'm just yeah, like true. Oh, okay good true gross hey. is not super fun for me either jenkins yeah. you got one um it, it's kind of weird to me um so serpent folk get a lot of love in this book hmm. um they have an entire page just on you know 
what are serpent folks? They stat out Eudersius, their their headless deity, mm-hmm. uh, and then go into uh, one, two, three, four different stat blocks of different types of serpent folk, and that it was just a lot. I, like, I kind of was looking at it, going, "Why are there so many serpent folk?" I would play the bejesus out of a serpent folk. Give me a like a fancy like cobra face, but like hands. <laughs> Because I don't really want to play a Naga because they don't have hands. That's a problem for me. But being a serpent folk where you have hands, mm. now we're talking. You do get the hands. Yeah, you get the hands and feet. Yeah. And so then you get yeah, some big cool. Just, you just, put it just kind of was weird. Be rad. Hmm. Yeah. That would be I'm still thinking but about Starfinder. It, it takes up like six pages of space that I was like, I mean, that seems a lot for. Mm. Uh, well, and it, especially because serpent folk, as I, as, unless I'm just misunder, misremembering, don't have a huge presence on the surface. They have you know, a little bit of a presence underneath, but they're mostly extinct. I maybe, mean, maybe not that's changed. Everywhere. Maybe with the advancement of the um, magic school, uh, the Magambia uh, campaign, oh, yeah. maybe they'll have a part oh, of that. Maybe, I yeah. wonder. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, because maybe they are. Maybe they are hinting towards towards using them in an upcoming adventure path. Well, or maybe they're just or, on a continent we haven't been to very much yet, or they're southern yeah. Garooned, which we haven't been to very often. Or true. Yeah, yeah I mean that's true. <clears throat> that yep. Or maybe true. it's just Serpent Skull sequel. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were going to say I I'm just still burned Serpent out Skull, from Serpent so. Skull. <laughs> Oh no! I, I actually, I, li- I liked. Serpent, I didn't uh, Serpent Skull. play Serpent Skull. Um, oh no, yeah, you weren't in that one. I wasn't there for that one. Oh, that's yeah, right. I heard. <laughs> I Guess what? Say, it, Serpent it Skull definitely had a lot of serpents. Has serpents? <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> and skulls, but and just skulls. not necessarily serpents. Uh, Spoiler yeah, alert! Um, you know, I'm going to say something controversial, and Heather's not here to to bot me. So, mm. haha. Oh. I think that. Uh, <laughs> I think Cthulhu Mythos stuff gets too much attention. Hmm. Right. I'm going to say cool, that because cool I can name at least three, probably four, maybe even like seven or eight adventure paths that include something from the playbook of Cthulhu, right? Something from that mythos. Lots of uh, Narlathotep, lots of Shabnikaroth, lots of, you know, Haster. And uh, I wish, you know, mm. maybe... Oh, no, don't say that. No. Faster, 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 faster. Uh, maybe focus no! on some different things that are, you know, I don't know, not from that. Because they're neat, but I feel like I've seen them a lot now. And so they're not really scarier or, or anything anymore. Mm. I suppose that us. is one thing about... Uh... The mythos is that, you know, the more it's defined, the you know harder it is to be afraid of them, but also the more insane you go. So uh, swings and roundabouts, right? You know, like you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's true. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. Oh, this is a fun question uh, from Poutine on the Discord. We have what monster could have a whole AP built around it or them? This is a tough one. Uh, I'll just say something random and weird. Hmm. Jabberwock. <laughs> just hmm. Alice in Wonderland, the adventure. It's it's yeah, it's literally just like you going through this like trippy, like, you know, you're not sure if you're actually like drugged up or not, like kind of <laughs> very hippie, surreal, like, you know, vibe to find the Jabberwock, just the elusive Jabberwock, you know, beware the bender snatch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. 
I mean, we all know the poem. For, well, I don't know if we all know the poem, but I Many have of us, read the I poem imagine, a lot. Poem. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to bring in all those yeah. as well, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, for me. Uh, what about you, Jess? For me, I think you could put something around Norns, which I know as the Fates. I didn't know they were called Norns in Pathfinder. But they are essentially, uh, hmm. there's not just three of them. They're just often in triumvirates, but they're essentially the three ladies with the string and the scissors and the strings of fate and that whole idea. Mm. But apparently if they, there's something called a lost Norn, which happens when Norns are separated from their triumvirates and they start to use fate and kind of their abilities for self-serving reasons. Cause usually they're very neutral. Uh, so I think mm. it'd be interesting to have an adventure around this idea of, um, you maybe you encounter a norn that's separated from their triumvirate but wants to not become a lost norn and you need to help them or maybe you meet the two that are missing the third and you're like trying to find them and i feel like there's there's something there that could be really hmm. neat you could have these like patron fae are they fae these patron like fate ladies who uh mm-hmm. occasionally just tell you cryptic things and uh <laughs> you know let you go off an adventure yeah, we all like a good cryptic riddle every now and then. Yeah. I mean, we're all adventurers at heart. Of course we do. Um, <laughs> and the more you like, get to get out the string board, the better. Mm, this is also true. <laughs> so very true. And uh, yes, they are in fact Fae, by the way. Okay, so. I thought they were, but I was not 100% because I don't have them exactly. There we are. But you can also yeah. follow them. That's a different question. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay never mind you can follow them you can worship them they have they're called followers of fate <laughs> it's not society legal which i think is lame but the uh, favored weapon is a pair of shears and they give you the uh the cost and the damage mm. and stuff so that you could actually carry around scissors that you just like apparently uh stab people with and they bleed so it's pretty fun Ooh, i think it's very cool jeez Okay. But you can be yeah, lawful hey, good, lawful I neutral, mean, or lawful evil, right? So you could play as long as you're lawful. Anything. And yeah. their anathema okay. is disrespecting mothers, which I find hilarious. Hmm. Don't disrespect <laughs> your mother. <laughs> Father's fine. Mother's straight out. Because well, it's they're yeah. all women. Yeah. Anyway, that's I'll I'll step off of my I'll put my soapbox away now. No, but that's uh I think they're pretty interesting. Um I don't, for this question, I don't know if they would necessarily fill out an entire adventure path, but maybe just like a a standalone adventure Hmm. or maybe even like a society scenario or something. Um, The Toten Mask, Hmm. it's an undead creature that, um, so what they can do is they can absorb your flesh um, and then they can look like either what they looked like in life, or they can look like you. Oh, so um, they're like creepier versions of uh, doppelgangers, like skinwalkers. Yeah, yeah they're they're somewhat similar to doppelgangers, except they have to like kill, like oh, murderize sure, people sure, sure. to to, <laughs> to accomplish their changes. Yeah, uh, but like it, you do. it would be interesting to have one of those as like, um, you know, a villain that the PCs have to track down. I mean, maybe Hmm. some sort of serial killer or something like that. It would be really like creepy and interesting to, you know, sort of, and of course they're like, Oh, well, 
who is the totem mask? Like the totem mask could be any one of us at any time, you know? Um, so gets in the whole like mimic territory too. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd make a really interesting, like murder mystery, uh, urban mm. campaign. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I just have the setting for you. Let me read the side blurb about them because I didn't finish reading it earlier. And mm. this last sentence is horrifying. Um, some mm-hmm. totem masks craft macabre art by shaping the flesh of their victims, spending hours, days, or even weeks molding a victim's skin, or even fusing multiple creatures mm-hmm. together into one piece. The horrifying results mm-hmm. of this process can take the form of furniture made from flesh that still lives and breathes, sculptures that in no way resemble the human form, and even more twisted and depraved things. So you walk into a mansion, and the couches breathe. Sorry, everyone. Ew! It sounds awful. Yeah, that's, that's uh, truly not horrible. great. Yeah, uh, also, also great way to start a corpse or- orgy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, using all the people together. <laughs> Just what I always wanted is another way to start a corpse orgy. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> it's, it's the still breathing part that makes it extra. Yeah, weird. yeah the breathe like yeah. you sit on the couch yeah. and it's breathing, and you're like. You know? oh. But again, it's like, like that does help with the whole serial killer yeah, vibe too. It's very like, Buffalo Bill. oh, like the actual yeah. like lair or whatever is just going to be the super gross set piece. Um, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So creepy. All right, Jenkins, what do you got? I said the uh, Jabberwock. Yeah, oh, I was say, sorry. Yeah. I uh, spaced out I on went that. first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So, any <laughs> any new lore or lore change that surprised you or caught you off guard? Mm. Uh, for me, it's the fact that Chitons prefer to be called Velstrock because Chiton is actually just mm-hmm. the title of like a master or virtuoso among their their kind. It's interesting that they're not called Chitons in the book anymore. Yeah. Chitons have had a strange history in like Pathfinder and you know other tabletop mm. kitty what are you i'm All sorry she's I, I hope she's not like <laughs> you know um messing up with anybody wearing headphones um i apologize in advance if you have the sound turned up headphone listeners uh <laughs> so anyway though um because i think originally a lot of people just thought they were like devils but they were their own thing but mm. they also weren't it, it was really weird and then over time they've slowly in pathfinder at least evolved into um being like a separate classification of creatures um but they've always been kind of a I, i'm i'm glad that they've kind of changed that because i think that does help give them a place yeah um and Especially with like Zon um being a thing, uh, it really makes sense. True. Okay, Jordan, okay, or anybody no, else, really. Um, I was gonna say um, something that really surprised me. Um, I think I actually had never really looked up clip off. Um, <laughs> And was uh, it was very interesting to me because there's a side blurb that talks about how they used to rule the abyss before demons started spawning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting just uh, in the, you know, like you see these like realms as like timeless places, right? Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, oh, yeah, there's always been angels in heaven, you know. But mm-hmm. to see like, you know, there aeons ago, there were actually, you know, there were no demons, blah, blah, blah. Like I thought that was kind of interesting um, mm. just to kind of see that. And that might not be new. That might just be new to me. That's fair. 
Yeah, I mean, it. it they do have a sort of um, proto thing going on, which is interesting. Hmm. Uh, so as far as, um, I mean, this is a lot more minor, but uh, tassel worms um, have both leonin and eagle-like forms, which I think is really neat. Like they're oh, not that's just fair. necessarily yeah. like you know giant lizards. Um, so I was like, huh. I kind of want to see more about like why that is because that's yeah, interesting. that's interesting. Yeah, because like, is that like a regional variation? Or? I get, uh, that's what that's what the side blurb mentioned, but it didn't necessarily go into a lot of specifics as to like why. It just said that like some regions people describe tassel worms as like having um, sort of linen like features and you know like manes and stuff like that and fur. Um, others describe them as having eagle heads and feathers, and it's just, it's really interesting. Hmm. True. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Is that everyone? Hmm? That is everyone. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure this time. All right. So, what monster <laughs> would make the coolest solo boss fight? Hmm. Ooh. All right. Well, I have one that I think is a really cool creature that I've never really gotten to run, but mm. I really want to someday. A uh, Nukalavi, um or Nukalavi, if mm. that's better. Um, they are a type of fae that comes out of the waterways when waterways get polluted. And they're sort oh, of like... Yeah. Yeah, they're sort of like cavaliers in a way, almost. Huh. Like they look like they're just like mounted, and they they you know charge at you with lances and stuff. They're very interesting, and they also have an interesting weakness insofar as that being in like clean water hurts them, huh. um, which makes me feel very like gives me a big like Captain Planet vibe. Yeah. It's like oh, if we can clean the water up, like we can you know mm. hurt the hurt the Nukalavi, and <laughs> it's like oh no. <laughs> So That's yeah, nice. go like planet. <laughs> Apparently we were on the same wavelength because I also decided to go aquatic with my pick. Um, also, <laughs> I just like aquatic things. But uh, I think mm. that the Vasper Cham, Vasper Cham maybe, uh, would be a very cool solo fight. Mostly because, I mean, it's, it's a 17th level creature. Uh, so it's got lots of cool abilities. Yeah. But I like... That it has an aura that comes from its shell. Essentially, okay, so I've never heard of them before this book. They are like mermaids with tentacles and a shell. Hmm. So they're kind of like a hermit crab, but with tentacles and a mermaid body sticking out instead of a little crab body. Um, so yeah, the, it, the art looks like Ursula. But with a, uh, a If Ursula like, backed into a shell. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, side note i recently watched a video of hermit crabs changing shells and the part of the hermit crab that goes in the shell is just like a little nibble anyway hmm. uh that's, like that's what like i imagine is a wormy this. back end yeah it's just a little wormy back end it's very weird interesting uh it's it's disconcerting <laughs> um but yes yeah, so the ability that i think they have that's cool <laughs> is this aura uh they have a 30 foot aura that comes off of their shell and anybody who casts a spell has to make a DC 37 will save or uh, this magic warping aura messes with their stuff. So like they uh, maybe the Vasper champ's going to get a bonus to save against it or the spell randomly changes to a different spell 
uh, depend like oh. the, the GM gets to decide. Oh. Um, and the, that's oh. if you fail that will save. If the spell has a target and there are more than and there are one or more viable targets within its range, the spells oh the spells target changes determined randomly by the GM. If there are no possible yeah. targets within range, then the spell is disrupted. And if you critically fail, uh, the caster then casts another spell chosen ram- randomly from their spell repertoire. Uh, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh. So essentially, if you don't pass that DC 37 will save, something you were not expecting is going to happen. And I find that interesting. Very wild magic. I like chaos. Yeah, <laughs> very wild magic kind of vibe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They also have but I didn't stuff, want so to cast cool, heroism on it. <laughs> oh, thanks like, for too the heroism, bad. You are buddy. now. You didn't want to cast yeah, that high it. level heal. Yep. Too bad. Uh, Too bad. Well. Yeah. So, that's um. Mine. Okay. <laughs> so, following with my love of constructs and all things vaguely robotic. <laughs> of um, there is, and this may be new. I'm not actually sure if this has been started out somewhere else, but the Radiant Wardens. Hmm. Um, would be a really interesting fight. Um, so I don't like I said I don't know if they're new. I'd never heard of Jiscan, which apparently is the ancient society that made these constructs, the same ones that made those uh, elephant things with the web web thing that we were talking about <laughs> earlier. Um, but uh, so it's a 17th level creature, or you're, it's sort of memorable because it's 17th level. Sure, uh, gargantuan, hmm. which will be a lot of fun um, at the table uh, has. First off, 300 hit points. Oh. So it's going to be a long fight. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's just, it has so many interesting things it can do. Uh, so it has uh, what's called a gatekeeper aura. So if you try to teleport uh, within the aura's emanation, which is 60 feet from it, uh, or enter via it, the aura via a teleportation effect, uh, you must succeed at a very high will save or become sickened one and have your destination changed to a point of the Radiant Warden's choosing. Oh, so he can basically just be like, you're next to me now, wizard. <laughs> <laughs> no. And on a successful save, you're just sickened. So, oh, wow. Well. You know, but it's just it's I love the idea that the wizard's like, oh, all right, guys, it's going south. We got to leave. And then Orton's like, nope, right here. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. <laughs> you were going somewhere as a wizard yeah. who does that often. Uh, I don't it like also that. Has just, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It has uh, it has a lot of really interesting uh, like teleportation um stuff hmm. that it can do uh so it, it can do teleport dimension door uh collective transposition um dimensional lock so i just oh. appreciate that it's very much based on teleportation magic yeah. as like a a theme for it that so it's very cool. interesting that is neat all right so next up is a question from hadrian that's not a question at all it's, it's a statement uh, all the good creatures are categorized under D. Discuss. <laughs> D is the D. only letter I'm, in the breakdown of this book that is by itself. I mean, let's be real. It's hard to compete with it. Like, that's a strong argument. You've got dragons. You've got devils, demons, demons. You have the denizens of Ling, mm-hmm. um, dinosaurs. I mean, come True. on. D's got uh, some good Devourers, stuff. which are just. Mm. I, I could make a case for A, I think. Like, I could maybe make a case for A because a you have the cool angels, Archons, and Azada. Um, Attic Whispers, which I know, Jess, you're, you're a big fan of. Um, I am a big fan of those. Let's see here. I mean, Azada. Uh, yeah. Come on. All the good guys. Uh, but, 
But D has Dwemer cats. <clears throat> That's They're also true. true. Can I tell Dwemer you? Dwemer cats are pretty awesome. I've looked at this section a bunch of times, and every time I look at the section and I see that it's, I know that it says magma dragon, but all I read is mama dragon. And so there's a young mama dragon, an adult mama dragon, an ancient mama dragon. And I'm like, cool. (laughs) But it's definitely magma. So what's missing Mm. is mama dragons. Okay, well, Paizo, we need a mama dragon. I feel um, like that's a template you just slap on. Yeah, they get like nope, a once a, a day species. surge of like strength or something, you know, like mama bear power. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like the the moms that are able to like lift cars yes. to get them off their babies. And Adrenaline. Like that. Yes, mm. yes. 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 Very nice. All right. Yeah. That's I what mean, I would do for a club. These are good. Or, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's again, it's really hard to argue against that because, frankly, yeah, there's so many cool things in there. Yeah, these have good stuff, including a little cameo from yep. uh, Shardazad, the uh, crystal dragon. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. Mm. All right. Uh, we answered this question, but uh, maybe we'll take another round at this. Uh, Rose from the Discord wants to know we'll favorite new monster. See, because I asked favorite monster altogether. This is favorite new oh, favorite monster. new monster. I see. So you've got to find one that they added mm-hmm. this time around. Okay. Or at least maybe one you're not familiar with, if nothing else. I but. don't know if these are new. Um, maybe Ross can tell me if they're new, or Jordan can. Under mm-hmm. Elementals. These are also really good in this book. Um, under mm-hmm. Water Elementals, they have Icicle Snakes that are, A, just freaking adorable. Um but they also have ice worms, which are also freaking adorable. They're so cute. Mm. I love them. I know that they're just yeah. like little baby ice snakes, but it's a snake that's called an icicle snake because it's made of ice. It's cute. <laughs> it's they're pretty cute. cool. And I think they are new, like, or at least yeah. that, like something like them had not existed before. Yeah, so. I, I don't think they were specifically statted out as different. They would have just been an elemental. Okay, mm. but it also, um, the best which thing. They do that for all the different. The best thing about icicle snakes is that they get one action that also is concentrate. Until the next time it acts, the icicle snake appears to be an unassuming icicle. <laughs> I love it so much. It just lies in wait just uh, over has, the side of a building. Like hmm. It gets an automatic result of a 27 on a deception check. Oh, that's really good. Wow, that's so, actually really high. Yeah, especially anyway, for a creature too. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just an icicle, you know. Except also, that's he's a pretty snake. good. He's I a like snake that. Friend, I want mm. this to be like. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that might be one of those improved familiar. Yeah, type like a things special familiar Maybe. you can take. An icicle snake would be adorable. You play in like whatever mm. the sequel to Reign of Winter will be. You know, something in Irisa, and you have an icicle snake, and it's like a whole thing. <laughs> you worship Baba Yaga. You also have like a little uh, cauldron that walks, and your snake just lives in your cauldron. It's awesome. I'm a big fan of it. You get a hut. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Baba Yaga. Everything's nice. I mean, yeah, Baba Yaga is definitely cool lore stuff. I just, she's always up to something interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, favorite new monster from? Oh, sorry. I actually, if you had more though, no, I mean you can go. Was I interrupting? No. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Just thinking I about apologize. icicle snakes. My, <laughs> I mean, like you do, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I mean, who doesn't? Uh, the 
new monster for me, or at the very least, if they have had them before, I was not aware of them and I saw them and just immediately kind of fell in love. Um, is a little friend um, <laughs> called the Dig Widget. Uh, it is uh, probably something up Jordan's wheelhouse as well. Um, yep, it's a another construct. Yep, mindless construct. Um, <laughs> and yet they're built for infiltration. Uh, they contain numerous tools, including thieves' tools, drills, um, corkscrews, and all sorts of other devices that allow them to basically break into something, oh. avoid notice. And then uh, they can either like you know be assigned to steal stuff or um, uh, y- you know um, just to help a thief get into a place. Uh, They're so cute. They're like little, so. I don't know. Little lockpick boys. Yeah, it, it's like it's hard to describe. But if I had to give it a description, it feels kind of like a bulldog made out of machine parts with like a bunch of thieves tools for a head and it's um, little front paws are drills. which yes and it's little front paws are drills and it also has a fastening leap which i just think is hilarious it like just jumps on you and like digs in um oh. just like nope brick. like get it off <laughs> but yeah i just think they're so cool i just think they're neat they're so um, neat yeah Plus just the name Dig Widget. Dig Widget's a great yep. name. That's a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I already mentioned the Radiant Warden, so I'm going to pick something different. Um, mm-hmm. Because, again, th- this might have existed before, but I had never heard of it, called a Drainberry Bush. <laughs> that I'm um, not familiar so with. So they are floating bushes that originate from the first world with long thorny vines and dense clusters of bright red berries. They look like a Drifloon. If uh, anybody's played the last few generations of uh, Pokemon, you'll get that. But they are intelligent plants. Mm. They're carnivorous, so like they they consume people. But they have, uh, it says that they exhibit an unusually high intelligence and have an astute sense of value. They typically become insulted when creatures attempt to harvest their berries. um, But they will uh, basically sell their berries, which their berries are made of their own blood, uh, blood they drained. But uh, for goods. and so it says they telepathically convey only short and simple phrases, most commonly, money, please, deal <laughs> good, deal no good, want that, with a gesture towards an item it covets, thank you, customer, and if necessary, no refunds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty great, Oh, yeah, sorry, I you like didn't that. read the next sentence. Yeah, it, it, Though a drainberry bush considers the market value of its berries to be 25 gold pieces, it greatly prefers interesting art objects as payment, even ones of significantly lower value. It's an art. It's like, I know what yes. they're worth. I yes, know. <laughs> and I love the fact that the art also has it with a mouth full of like gems. gold necklaces <laughs> and like rings and gems and things because it's like you know it, it's like this carnivorous bush that's just like shiny. It's yeah. cute. That's the so, thing is, it's, I thought that was really funny. It's not listed as evil. It it's just neutral? no. That's the weirdest part. It's wants, a carnivorous plant that's not evil. It just wants shiny stuff, and it it's not that it's not intelligent. Enough. Well, I mean, it's still. It, in, it, it is surprisingly intelligent and it has a minus two intelligence modifier. So it is smart enough to speak. Yeah. So it's just very strange and weird. <laughs> I like the weird stuff, you know? Yeah. It's true. It's very cute. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, Dremel Dog. That's a good name for the dig widget. Um, okay. Ooh, Dremel like Dog. It. Oh, Dremel man. Dog. I love that. Uh, Rose continues. Rose has lots of questions, but the next one is also not a question. 
Clip offs and why they're the best evil outsiders as a concept, except for perchance Damon. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're interesting because really likes the dark stuff there. <laughs> they're like primordial evil stuff, but I mm. enjoy that their tactic is, huh? These stupid demons are here and we can't beat them. So let's just kill everything that could possibly sin and become a demon. And then the demons will go away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one solution. <laughs> it's creative. It, yeah, it's it's very much the, you know, destroy the food source to get rid of the predator kind of a, you know, yeah. vibe. Clip off thinking outside of the box on that one. Uh, I mean, they kind of had to because they lost uh, the whole battle with demons in the first I mean, place. It's, it's true. Yeah, I mean, they, they're a sort of primeval evil. Ha. Huh? See what I, anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're almost a sort of like ancient thing that can't be in, because the idea it's like these things are evil, but they existed before the concept of sin is really interesting to me. Mm, true. Like, so then what, like, what are what they doing? Like, why? I mean, yeah. Like, why are they evil? In what capacity? What exactly is their thing? Well, and so. what makes them evil? Because they're not driven by the what we would attribute to the things that cause all evil, which are the you know the various sins. So, yeah. you know, what what is their motivation? If you're not motivated by like you know greed, lust, mm. um, rage, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, is it just some sort of? I don't know. It, it's it's a tough nut to crack, but that's what makes them interesting to me. True. True. Yeah. I just like anything that's a little like weird and out there. So again, that mm. kind of tickles that same vibe of just weird stuff. Yeah. Speaking of tickling, thoughts on worms that walks. <laughs> oh worm no, walks. no. Oh. oh, not these things. Tickling. Oh God. It's Oogie Boogie. No. Essentially, this is the no. Oogie Boogie monster. It's a guy full of bugs. Well, no worms. tickling. Yeah, I, I appreciate that they actually put how to make a worm that walks less than give it a, a definite stat block. Mm -hmm. So it makes it very interesting to be like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to make this, you know, a worm that walks that is, you know, in the shape of a halfling. And, you know, you can just, there's well, basically like, here are the adjustments people. you do to make it into a halfling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that the worm that walks is, again, one of those things that originally was like a unique monster. Mm -hmm. um, it was like just a one-off, like this is the worm that walks. And then slowly over time has become more of a, like it does the same thing as like a Medusa, for example, originally there was oh, the yeah. Medusa. Now there's like an entire, you know, uh, just cut air of Medusas. What do you call a group of Medusas? Um, I mean, I don't call them anything. I get turned to stone. I don't know what a plural of statues is, but a I kind of wanted to go with that. Hmm. Yeah, statue garden. Uh, there you go, Medusas. statue garden. I like that. Yes. But uh, yeah, I think they're interesting. I mean, I'm never a big fan of anything with the ability called squirming embrace um, because <laughs> no. It's just that, that squiggly ick factor just, that really gets it. Yeah. Just no, 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 no. But, True. Uh, but, I will uh, yeah. say there are two very <laughs> yeah, interesting any, uh, things in their uh like sidebars the first one is not all of them are made of worms there can be some that are made of cockroaches mm. leeches or spiders oh, yeah. cockroach that walks yep. is worse than worm that walks we can mm -mm. fight but it's mm -mm 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 -mm. definitely worse mm -mm -mm -mm. um 
There's also worms redeemed. So these horrifying bags of worms were once a spellcaster. And uh, they can seek, uh, they can essentially come to the, the light and recant their evil ways, which is bananas. And often they that- want to be destroyed, but they also could just be like, you know what? I'm going to use my powers to destroy evil. So there's a world out there where there's an adventure path where you meet one of these. And if you don't kill it on site, it like becomes the NPC that hangs out with your party while you're like traveling through some horrible place. I will That's... use my squirming embrace for good. Yes. I, I will I just huddle like the, the idea bad of somebody guys. Taking, yeah. I just like the idea of somebody taking like some charisma damage and being like, oh God, I'm not, I'm just not as pretty, but at least I'm not as ugly as that guy. Yeah. We keep that guy around for, like, you know, perspective. Um, yeah. I, I will Ooh. say some, uh, somebody in the uh, Revcon in the chat did say a group of Medusa are called stoners. Nah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. I kind of uh, dig that. Uh, I'm so uh, here for Statue Garden. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I thought Stoners was funny. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. A Let's quarry. talk about not worms. A quarry of Medusae. Ooh, a quarry. Yeah. I don't know. It was just an idea that popped in my head. Um, Ross knows what's up. So there's another. <laughs> Sometimes. Every once in a while, I have a good thought. Um <laughs> So there's, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Ravners. I think Rose had more. Oh, yes, yeah, so that's many. it. Uh, the next thing is about Ravners and them being, none of these are really questions. Ravners and them being the best big bad evil guys. I don't know if mm. they're the best, but I like the husk idea. I think it's cool that like, mm. if they get too hungry for too long, they become a husk of their former selves. Ravners are like undead dragon things. Yeah, so that's kind of neat. Basically. I it I like them. I just somehow think they're just like running up the score at that point. It's like you're already a dragon. Mm. Now you basically have effectively like lich like powers. I mean, come on, what more do you need? Like next Get thing you know they're here. gonna like <laughs> Yeah. Next thing you know they're gonna like teleport like the hounds of Tindalos and then it's just like, oh come on. They're the power gamers of but, the bestiary world. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that does make them pretty unique, I'd say. So that is pretty cool. Like, you remember a fight with a Ravener. That's fair. It is not one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, fought a Ravener, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Did well, stuff. and the thing with the with that's interesting with the Ravener and the Ravener husk is the husk dropping the challenge rating. So you could actually get them get to them sooner. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at like, OK, I don't want to. I don't want to play all the way up to 20th level to be able to to have a fight with the Ravener. You can be like, okay, let's have a fight with the Husk, and it's a CR 14 versus 21. Mm-hmm. So you could do the, you know, kind of the, hey, we'll go up to like 12th level, and then this will be the final fight kind of a thing. Yeah. Nice. Gives you an option for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're neat. They make me think vaguely of something from like Carrion Crown, but I don't know if that's what that actually was, and that's not we're not doing spoilers here. So, uh, yeah. moving on. Norns, which is how I knew about Norns, and how you would have them interact with players if you were a GM. Norns are cool. Mm. Yeah, Norns are, I, I mean, I know that you've already talked extensively about them, right? Um, yeah. But Norns are one of those things that I feel like is best used... Not even, 
like just you you give them this air of sort of knowledge to them to the point to where whatever they say no matter how mundane starts to sound like some sort of prophetic wisdom Mm. like hmm i see your shoes are untied it's like wait what does that mean it means your (laughs) shoes are untied (laughs) true. you should probably tie them before you begin walking you know Mm. um because that just seems fun to me yeah that does sound um that's how i would try to run it but i see them as like you know you have a norn show up when you need to like drop a real cryptic hint or if you just want to add some like defying fate because fate doesn't work but they're all about fate which is kind of interesting yeah Got anything, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it'd be interesting because there's a p- part in their entry um, of the introduction where it says, "While even the weakest of the eldest could destroy an unaffiliated Norn with ease, they tend to obey the proclamations and judgments of Norns when they are spoken." Hmm. So I could see a really interesting thing where it's like, "We've got to stop, you know, one of the eldest. They're doing something awful and and mean." And you can be like, "Go find a Norn and get them mm. to hopefully make a prophecy or a declaration That's that true. is like." Nope, I, you can't do that. I did think that that opening was interesting because it talks about the eldest, but it also says that, um, you know, the eldest are more powerful than Norns, but for now they listen to Norns. But soon there will come a day when they forget the old ways and do whatever they want. So mm. that kind of sets itself up for this bigger kind of, if you had a whole adventure in the first world and everyone played Fae then maybe That'd that's kind of a thing mm. that's happening. Because the, the eldest and the Norn, like- they conflict because the eldest are messing with fate willy-nilly, and the Norn is what keeps mm-hmm. them in line, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being an interesting, like, book three, like, you get to that point and you have this, like, you know, big declaration and nothing happens, and it's just one of those oh kind mm-hmm. of moments that then spirals the next three books or, out like that'd be really interesting the norn are all being hunted and killed by eldest like mm. some some eldest somebody mm. has decided you know what f these guys has figured has figured a way around it by just assassinating them all yeah it's kind of interesting. I, mean, I think we are due for another first world themed adventure path at some point i would like to see something i like mean this. i i love the face stuff so yeah, I, yeah. i'm down all right favorite new type of monster New t- uh, there's new types? Hang on. I didn't see anything um, new, but I love Proteans, and sure so if I, if, I was down to see Proteans in there. Just any kind of Protean. I love Chaos, so I love Proteans. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just like the idea of the various other elementals. I think it gives them a lot more space to play with. Mm. Um... So, like, the bell car, for example, used to just be its own entry. Um, It wasn't actually part of the elemental line. Um, But I think that it's really cool to have, like, that now is in the elemental area. Um, The ember fox, for example, is so cute. Um, so cute. It's a little fire fox. I mean, who doesn't doesn't want one of those? Um, But it's also, like... They, they have some unique abilities now. Like a lot of the elementals aren't just like, okay, this is a slightly bigger, you know, human slightly bigger hit slightly harder, has slightly more hit points. Yeah. yeah. Bit of fire or stone or whatever. Um, it actually has like personality, some differences. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm liking that. I'm liking a lot of this stuff. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. There's not really new, like a new type, like a new, like, uh, um, you know, like, like a devil or a demon or anything like that. Um, I did find it interesting. There's a whole section on flesh warpers, like flesh warp creatures. <sighs> um, <laughs> and as somebody who is a long time reader of, uh, you know, R.A. Salvatore and the Dristord and stuff, um, you know, mm. learned a lot about drow and about flesh warping. And I'm always just like, that's so messed up and so uh-huh. fun. <laughs> I could just tickle some weird little like buried goth body part horror. of me, I guess. I don't know. It yeah, is... a little body horror loving part. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Last Rose question, Hippotami, and how do you think they'd interact interact with a group of PCs, say, for instance, in an Osirian campaign? We're all going to die. I mean, yeah. I feel like it'd be pretty similar to how they interacted in Mommy's Mask with us. So <laughs> they sneak attack you. I have they one note you. here. Yes. Yeah. I only have one note here. Rip, doorkeepers. Um, <laughs> the hippo yeah. art is very no, I mean, gross looking, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean hippos. If you get up close, can be very gross. It they're very cute when they're small, but when they're big, they're not so cute. Yeah, <laughs> even the babies are one of the most dangerous animals in the world. Um, yeah. So hooray, hippos! They will mess you up. Yeah, in real life and fake life. Goodness. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, that's that's just the game being accurate, man. Sure. Yeah. Hippop- it's part of my. Hippopotami? Yeah, hippopotami are just vicious creatures. Mm-hmm. All right. So James from our Patreon wants to know, what new creature could you see being the next PC race that's available to play? There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff I think could make the cut. For sure. Um, I think one of the ones I want to see is the uh, Gripply. They were actually playable in 1E after the... Um, believe it was the advanced race guide yeah yeah yes i believe it was that one um and uh you know it's just it's a bit of a selfish thing but like playing a version of like frog from chrono trigger would be fun like a frog (laughs) like a gripply paladin or something so that'd be fun that would be neat jenkins yeah yeah uh okay so i'm digging a little deep on this one so under the planar scions, they have um, all of the planar adjacent native outsiders, mm. uh, which means they have undyne, which means Masika is halfway to existing in second edition if we get undines. Mm. Yay. So there you go. We just got to get shamans. Yeah, <laughs> okay. true. And Fair. whatever allows her to get an armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, for me, I'm going to, I. it's hard to pick one. I think fetchlings would be cool because I really like fetchlings. Um, they're not new to Pathfinder, though. Mm. Um, they're new to, in this book for 2E, though. Uh, I also think that Serpent yeah. Folk would be a cool playable race or the Triton. It's a little bit different than a mermaid mm. or something, but it's still got aquatic feel. Mm. So I yeah. think any, and they put a lot of Serpent Folk in this book. So that feels mm. like, well, you've already given me several different places that like separate different ethnicities of serpent folk here so yeah i have a feeling they're gonna be important in something soon mm-hmm. yeah i wonder if they're if they're maybe gonna do uh similar to uh iron fang invasion and do like a 
you know, we're creating a new Serpent Folk Nation kind of a vibe because I could see maybe. that being very interesting. Like they come up out of the ground and it's just like, oh, gosh, where do they come from? Yeah, sure. maybe. It would have to not cool. be the degenerate ones. No, uh, no. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be the pure blood, but it would, it'd be interesting. Give me kind of like Gears of War vibes. Oh, yeah. mm. That would so. be cool. I can see that being really cool. Yeah. All right. So I have one more question from our pre-prepared list of questions. And that question is, if you had to sell this book to someone using one monster, what monster would you use? I already know. Uh, hey, go go for it, man. All right. Uh, I would go for the Jabberwock. I mean, it's it's huge. It's on the cover. It's a really interesting take on kind of like dragon kind and things like that. Um, there's the literary tie-in that you can use for anybody who's interested in, mm. you know, Lewis Carroll. Um, mm. And it is just a very uniquely Pathfinder creature. Like you just don't see anything like it in any other tabletop RPG that I know of at any rate. Um, yeah. I, I would have to say that one in particular. All right, Jordan, how about you? Oh man, that is, that is a really hard one. Um, Cause like there's, there's so many good ones in this book. Mm. Um, man, but I have to pick just one. It really, honestly, it depends on the person because mm. I can see like, if it's somebody who really likes dinosaurs, you got dinosaurs, somebody who really <laughs> likes undead stuff. You've got like crawling hands and stuff like that, you know? Mm. Um, uh, man, I don't know. I I have always liked Hellcats. Okay. I always think they're All really right. interesting art. So uh, I'm gonna go with Hellcat just because <laughs> I, I always find the art really interesting, and I feel like it's the kind of thing that makes people look at like stop and go. So what is that? And yeah, <laughs> just kind of like the real thing is just to get people to like open the book, and so like that would be a really attractive cover. Mm, mm. True. That's true. That's a good one. I've been thinking about this question since it got asked and I still don't think I have a great answer. Like part of me really, really thinks that if I was going to sell someone on this book, uh, I might pick um, something really mundane. So like, Mm. Oh God, I picked something that's everywhere in this book. Hold on. I'm trying to find the page. I'm going as fast as I can. Behemoth hippopotamus. <laughs> no, I was thinking even more mundane than that. I was thinking, um, one minute. Okay. So here's what I was thinking. The fly. There's a fly in this book. You want to talk about like weird things that you would never think. Also mosquitoes are in this book, which is wild. Mm. Everyone hates flies. Flies suck. They're like in the way they buzz in your ear, but they Mm. have just not just one fly, not a swarm of flies. You can have a giant maggot. You can have a giant fly. You can have, uh, you know, any other kind of fly you could possibly imagine, right? Like pony sized insects that buzz around. Like, yeah, there's lots of cool magical stuff, but also there's just, there's a giant jellyfish. Because, of course, there's a giant jellyfish, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> stuff there's like, like a that giant is, version of everything. <laughs> it's so funny to me. There's some creature that looks like a jellyfish but isn't. It's like a jellyfish, but each end of the tentacles has little claws. And I'm like, they took a jellyfish and made it worse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's something about the mundane things that make me laugh. It's like, cool, ice dragon. Oh, elephant. Mm. Neat. Like, <laughs> Yeah. 
it is one of those interesting things where like to me like the mundane things are always kind of interesting because i'm always like what would be the stats of a black bear yeah, like I just you never really mad. thought about it in game terms, but how would you stat at a black bear? You know, yeah, it's true. I find myself getting mad when I'm like, "That's not how they are." How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you make the badger give a hoot? Oh, badgers are so yeah. good. Um, but yeah, so that's all the questions we have. So in the chat, if you have any questions, I'm gonna scroll up and see if we missed any. Let me look. Uh, somebody uh, Revcon again mentioning flies that walk. Flies that fly. Flies that fly. Uh, mm. Oh, no. I don't have to die. Flies everywhere. Can you kickstarter your path to evil and have a bunch of imps chip in? Crowdsource souls. Yes, this would be amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> definitely. It is definitely possible. And I guarantee you somebody will eventually write the rules for it to do an MLM in hell. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. I guarantee you there's Good. some way to do it. Good. That's what I have always wanted. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's see. I think there might not be any other question questions. Oh, here's a question. Is there a monster from Bestiary 1 that you wanted to see a second generation of? Second generation of? Like more from options Bestiary for? Bestiary 1 first edition, I'm guessing? Uh, I don't know. I would guess second so i guess maybe like an up like an update to the update you know like a different or just like variation. an expansion like more of those things hmm. hmm like more types or something yeah so interesting um, yeah that's yeah that's a really hard challenge because um hmm. so I, happen me, to have I was gonna say it's gonna make me literally bestiary. open up bestiary one again to look and see uh, I want to apologize for this level if of anyone is listening yeah. to my dog snore softly in the background of this call. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps, I didn't notice it. So well, good because she's very loud to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, you know what I could always use more of skeletons mm. true having additional variations is always nice or I just like, additional types of undead is I like a that good the idea. first yeah. I like that skeletons can throw their heads in this so what if there was skeletons that could like throw their hands at you or could like <laughs> take a rib off and use it like a boomerang like just more skeletons doing weird stuff mm. uh, let me see here I'm looking at different I'm literally looking at the first <laughs> first first book in uh the two E bestiary and trying to figure out if there's something that I'm like, um, I want more of that. I don't know, y'all. You know, I think um one thing I would hope for mm. at some point, uh one thing I would really like to see is maybe just some additional speaking of mundane creatures, like different uh types of like dogs or other like mundane things but like with different variations hmm. like they have the blink dogs which i think are definitely great and i love blink dogs in general hmm. but it'd be cool to have like a you know like by the way here's these specialized kind of dogs that are like imbued with the power of the planes or something you know like you can have a like a planier scion dog or, or something interesting hmm. like that i think that'd be kind of a cool option true um 
Uh, the like chat's some cat. like, where are the stats for kangaroos? Mm, yeah, true. Our koalas. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Australian animals are just sort of... Where, where's the yet. stat block for those spiders that are as big as your head? They have tons of those. Uh, I think they've got a bunch of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking of Australian things. I don't yeah. think it's yeah, a, a, little, a little thing that's like twice or three times its size in Australia. Yeah. I mean, giant spiders, though, are Definitely pretty standard adventuring fare. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, Man, this, yeah, this. I was going to say, this question stumped me. I honestly don't have an answer for it. Huh. Well, you know, if you think of it in three years from now, you can just like <laughs> tweet it into the world or something. Yeah, I was like, we can always use more dinosaurs. <laughs> Done. True. <laughs> they put so I mean, that's dinosaurs. true. <laughs> I mean, you, you can never run out of dinosaurs, most likely. You know, The five-year-old in me is saying, yes, absolutely. More dinosaurs, please. More dinosaurs, yes, exactly. more robots, more skeletons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. Say, I do love my constructs. So, robots. All right. Uh, all Aussies start at level two because we already fight spiders every day. Says <laughs> That's, That's no joke. joke. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll give a few more seconds if anybody else has a question they want to type in. But mm-hmm. otherwise, I think this might be uh, might be it for us on this uh, bestiary two. Oh, oh. Pick one of your characters who needs a new monster statted, like Weirwoods from Tyrant's Grasp. What would it be? Hmm. Oh, geez. Weirwoods. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Take the easy way out there. (laughs) They're cute. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, I don't even remember what the things were called, but at the very beginning of Tyrant's Grasp, um, we fight those little things that ride around in skeletons with bone chariots. The little silverfish things. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen them yet. True, so I think those cool. would be kind of interesting just because cool. they, they ride around in little chariots and the bigger they are, the more important they feel. <laughs> I would like to see some of the uh, things that live in Starfinder, but did live in first edition too. Like I think, I think Kasatha might be a thing, but also like Triaxians, which are Rikorians or whatever. Like it would be neat to see those things in second edition. Yeah, actually that would be pretty cool. Um, one thing that I still haven't seen yet, the, uh, Vargoyle, I think oh, would yeah. be pretty neat. Yeah. Are, wait, is it a Vargoyle or a Vargui? Vargui. I, dis- I feel like we had a discussion about uh, this at knows. some point. <laughs> we <laughs> might have. I should pronounce that. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, admittedly, I've only ever read it. I actually haven't heard it pronounced, so I've always pronounced it Vargoyle in my head, but. No, yeah, I, I think we've, um, co- I, I've always colloquially said it Vargoyle, but I, I could have sworn I, I read somewhere, heard somewhere somebody said it, it actually should be pronounced Vargui. It's probably Vargui because it's French, but you know what? Yeah. It's It's a fantasy world. Say things that like kiss you and make you a head thing like that. (laughs) Wow. You know, that's a good point. Those are not in in either of these bestiaries. So there you go. Hmm. Curious. Curious and curiouser. Indeed. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be it for us. Um, Thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit, talking about some monsters. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch y'all next time, Pathfolk. Absolutely. Y'all stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure to, you know, throw some salt over your back so that way the Akata sneaking up behind you it's gets a uh, blast in the face. Pre-order some awesome Find the Path dice on the website. That's still a thing. Uh, we also have hoodies. I'm waiting for my hoodie to come in. Uh, Jordan's we have really hoodies? out here now in Texas. <laughs> Ooh. It's true. Um, and uh, also... Um, 
check on the Discord and the Patreon uh, for the next time we do a research check so you can get your questions in uh, mm-hmm. ahead of time so we can answer them. It's true. Ooh, do we do we have a preview for what our next research check is going to be? We are talking about the beginner box next time. Uh-huh. So two weeks from today, we're going to talk about the beginner box Ooh. for Pathfinder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Looking forward to that. I was going to say, we should probably preference yes. this for second edition. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All the right, second well. edition one that just came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going, we're going old school. We're going all the way back to first edition. We're going back to that red box in D&D. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All I remember is uh-huh. dogs from that. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Good luck mm-hmm. out there. Bye-bye. Bye. Until next time, Path Folk. Bye. Bye.